Big Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. My name is David Hooper. This is my job, helping you grow your podcast audience, get more people to talk about your podcast, make more money with your podcast, make more impact with your podcast, and make a difference with your podcast. And when you're home for the holidays, make something your mother's proud about. This episode, it is the audio edition of my weekly newsletter. That is called Big Podcast Insider. You can find it at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. On this issue, don't be fooled by downloads, college radio, and podcasting. Is this a solution to podcasting's biggest challenge? How to take a break from your podcast. Book more interviews with video outreach. The one true podcast format. Has the podcast bubble finally burst? Also, some classified ads, things that I think will help you grow your podcast, reach more people with your message, make more money with your podcast. The things that this podcast is about, everything that I'm talking about here, it is online at newsletter.bigpodcast.com if you want to go there and follow along. This episode is brought to you by Riverside.fm, the leading platform to record studio-quality remote podcast and video. And who's not doing remote podcasts now? I've got a studio, a couple of them actually. Even when somebody's in town and I could have them over, no, why do that? Why do that when you can do it remotely? It sounds like you were in the same room. That's because of a technique known in the broadcasting industry as a double ender, each side being recorded locally. That is what Riverside.fm does. That means you keep the highest quality audio and video regardless of your or your guest internet connection. No special technology is required. It happens automatically. Send your guest a web link. It opens up the Chrome browser. Boom! You're in the Riverside Studios getting that great quality audio or video if you do that. And I want you to try it for free. Riverside.fm. Go there right now. They're going to give you a couple of hours. That's enough for an interview, maybe two interviews. Check it out. See how easy it is. See how you sound. And if you like it, this is the discount code to get you 15% off a paid subscription. Again, it's Riverside.fm. Go there now. Get a couple of hours for free. Check it out. See how you like it. And when you're ready to join, 15% off with the code BIGPODCAST, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. As I mentioned, this is the audio edition of my weekly newsletter that is called Big Podcast Insider, newsletter.bigpodcast.com to find that. And as I go from thing to thing to thing, each of them about podcasting, you are going to hear this sound. That means we're moving on. You ready? Here we go. Don't be fooled by downloads. Forget downloads. It's a bold statement. But what we need as podcasters, we need more listeners. This holiday season is the perfect time to establish or strengthen the foundation that we've got that will help us do just that. I released an episode of Build a Big Podcast just last week. It was a plan to make guests remember your podcast. And that same technique can be used with listeners. Now, if you didn't get that episode, you can do that by subscribing to the podcast, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. That is how to do that. This is something that's going to work great for you if you're doing these remote interviews. On the ad for Riverside.fm, I talked about how I do remote interviews. I will do them even if a guest is in the same city as I am. However, the problem with remote interviews, if somebody's a guest is doing a lot of them, the experience that that guest has on podcast A and podcast B is not going to be that much different from the interview that they do with me. And that's because they're in the same place. For me, a five by eight closet I can be connected to Los Angeles. I can be connected to New York. But regardless, I'm still here in this 5x8 closet in Nashville. That's much different from me flying to New York, flying to LA, going somewhere here in Nashville. So what do you do? You got to do other things. One, make it easy on people. 
Talked about Riverside.fm. One link is all it takes to connect. That's a great one. But probably the biggest way is for us to differentiate an experience is not the interview itself, but what we do before and after interviews. Anyway, I went deeper into that in the previous episode. You can get it now. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe has it. I want you to think about doing these little things as we move forward into the new year. You're trying to grow your audience. You're trying to get more people interested in your podcast, trying to get more people to connect with you, guests and listeners. It's these little bitty things that are going to do that for you, man. Yeah, they take a little bit of time and effort, but next year it's going to pass anyway. We could be having this conversation a year from now. You could have a lot of great connections. You could have a lot of people that are really connected to your podcast, and you could do that with just a little bit of extra work, or you could keep doing what you're doing now, be in the same place. Here's what I want you to do right now. I want you to reach out to somebody that you haven't talked to for a while, and I want you to say hello. Jordan Harbinger, you know, the Jordan Harbinger Show, he recommends getting on your phone, scrolling through your text messages, go to the very last one and start there. Hey man, what's up? Hadn't talked to you for a while. With all the holidays right now, it's a good time to do that. You do something similar with your email box, assuming that you can find the end of your email box. <laughs> How many unread email messages do you have? I've got thousands, thousands of them. I'm not good with email, man. I probably should hire somebody to do it for me. If you've emailed me, and I've never written back, it's not because I don't love you. It's probably because I never saw it, never got around to it. It's just not the best way to connect with me. You know about Bill Murray, right? You know Bill Murray? Caddyshack, Ghostbusters. <laughs> Bill Murray's legendary. And this is possibly a rumor. This is what you hear on the internet. It's an interesting story. He's got this reputation that he's got no manager. You can't call him up. If you want him to act in your movie, you've got to find him. And there are these places that he hangs out. So when somebody wants him for a new motion picture, they go hang out at these places, present their offer. He says yes, he says no. Get him in the picture, get him on the project or not. I'm not quite that guy. One, I don't really hang out at the same places. But, you know, I'm uh, acting as if. Let's talk about the woo-woo version of bringing different people into your life. I once read an article by a feng shui expert about how to bring more helpful people into your life. And what she recommended was either calling or writing, your choice, one helpful person from your past each day for 30 days. So you come up with a list, 30 people, and for each of those 30 days, you're taking one of those people, you're reaching out. At that point, this is what she said. She said, you will have cleared up stagnant energy, which will allow the same energy to flow and bring people into your life. They'll be contacting you. By the way, this is the woo-woo part. If you send physical mail, she said to do it in a red envelope. <laughs> does it work? Yeah. Yeah, I think it does work. Because when you are someone who keeps in touch with people, you attract people who want to keep in touch with you. I've got more thoughts on holiday opportunities to grow your podcast in my daily newsletter. That is at daily.bigpodcast.com. It is free. No obligation. You read it on the web daily.bigpodcast.com. If you're doing something interesting, by the way, I'm there daily. So I've got a lot of space to feature a lot of people. And if you're doing something interesting, I've already mentioned the email is not the best way to get me, but you know, it's kind of the only way to get me. Bigpodcast.com. Do reach out to me. Let me know what's going on. And maybe you'll see yourself in daily.bigpodcast.com. Two big podcast links. Yeah, I know it's confusing. But anything that I'm talking about here on this episode, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. 
college radio and podcasting. Like a lot of podcasters and radio talent, I started in college radio. I've told that story before. I actually got into it the very first semester of college because I was in a rock band and I thought, you know what I could use? Radio airplay. Why not get a job at the station? Play my own records. Everybody will love that. <laughs> they did not. They did not. One, it's illegal. It's called Plugola. You might have heard of Paola. Paola is where there's basically cash, sometimes hookers, cocaine that is handed over for you to play music. Plugola is where you are invested in a company, in a song. Maybe you've written the song. Maybe you're the artist, in my case. You can't plug your own stuff. That's more or less what that is. That was my start in radio. And it has changed a lot over the last 20 years, especially college radio, really 25 or 30 years. Still, there are a lot of great lessons that podcasters can learn from college radio. And there's a book, it's called Live from the Underground. Kathleen Jewell is the author. And that is worth looking at if you are interested in this topic or if you know someone who is. It's a great gift for podcasters. Here are the things that you're going to recognize from podcasting. One, economic crisis. And there are different types of college radio. I worked at a non-com station, which means non-commercial. And then after that, I wasn't a student, but I got myself a show on the largest commercial college radio station. Different economies, different ways of making money. Regardless, economic crisis, that's one of the things that happened with college radio. And that is why college radio is dead. If it were still making money, we would still have more of it. Connecting the underground, business models, cultivating a radio alternative. That's podcasting. We are a radio alternative. And there are lessons that you can learn from how college radio did it back in the day. Selling out, I link on newsletter.bigpodcast.com, a song from 1991. They called it, man. If you're interested in college radio, you need a gift for the podcaster in your life because it works for that too. I've got more information about this book, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. A solution for podcasting's biggest challenge? Yeah, maybe. It's called Podroll. And that's what they say. This is the quote. We are solving podcasts' biggest challenge. <laughs> what is it? They say it's discovery. And that's one of the reasons why so many audio-only podcasters are switching to video and focusing on YouTube. But here's the thing about YouTube. YouTube and podcasting, even video podcasting, they're two totally different things. So if Podroll is going to throw us a bone and come up with a similar solution as far as discovery for audio podcasts, I'm in. How well does it work? I don't know. But I think the new options like this are always worth investigating. I've got a video that shows more. You will find that linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. How to take a break from your podcast. This is something a lot of people are thinking about because of the holiday season. A lot of people are taking time off. So why not take time off from your podcast? I've been talking a lot about this on the daily newsletter lately. And I've got a link to how five newsletter operators handled an extended break. Everything these guys are talking about here will apply to you as a podcaster as well. You've got a big opportunity to grow your podcast during holiday periods. With that said, if you need to take a break now, do it. Now is the time to do it. As I mentioned, a lot of people are taking time off, and that's taking time off from making podcasts, but also taking time off from listening to podcasts. This is some advice these guys had for taking extended breaks. They say to develop a content plan while you're away. And that could be that if you want to step away from making new episodes, maybe you've got remixed episodes. And by that, I mean, you've got an old interview, but you put a brand new intro on it. 
or maybe you've got a best of episode, or maybe if you do interviews normally, you do solo episodes, or maybe if you do solo episodes, doing interview episodes, something that's a little bit different. Maybe you're planning ahead. Say you take a month off this week and the next three weeks, all automatically scheduled. These guys are advising something like that, a plan. Maybe it's nothing, but letting people know why you're away. Don't just walk away, which is actually number two. Tell listeners that you'll be away. Listeners from what I have found, they're cool with you walking away. They want you to continue to do what you do. So they don't mind giving you an occasional break. You can't take off just because the wind blows one way and then take off again because the wind blows the other way. You might as well not have a podcast at that point. But an occasional break, maybe a couple breaks every year, that's cool, man. A couple weeks off, a month, whatever. Whatever you need to do to keep doing your podcast, people are going to be cool with that. But let them know what you are doing. Our listeners are partners with us. We make it, they consume it. Energy goes out, energy comes back. How's that for woo-woo? But it's true. We call it a broadcast, but our listeners are part of this. So we've got to bring them along for the journey. Set up an out-of-office message. Man, that's serious. You're going to leave behind email too? Maybe that's what I need for my lack of email skills. Hey, man, I got your email, but I'm really bad at it. Might take me a couple weeks, maybe a month to get back to you. (laughs) Anyway, if that speaks to you, set up an out-of-office message. You wouldn't believe how many of these things that I get. I've got the weekly newsletter that I do, newsletter.bigpodcast.com, the newsletter that this episode is based off of. But I've also got, I'm not really going to call it a newsletter, a mailing list. And I'll occasionally, you know, every week or two, send a message to people on that list. It's a little more personal. And because of that, I get a lot of out of office messages. So maybe a good idea. Don't leave people hanging. They advise you to review your welcome series. If you've got a mailing list with some kind of autoresponder on it, This says, I release episodes every week. If you're taking a break, obviously, it's a good thing to let people who are brand new to your podcast know, hey, I'm not doing any episodes right now, but I will be back January 1st. I will be back whenever. They're advising to get the input of someone you trust. I think this can be helpful. Let me tell you what I think that this looks like. Go to another podcaster, YouTuber, content creator who does a lot of content, a lot of episodes, a lot of videos. Somebody who's publishing at the frequency that you are and say, hey, I'm thinking about taking time off. Have you taken time off? What was the experience like? Do you remember Overly Attached Girlfriend? It was a meme. Also a video. She's doing a spoof on a Justin Bieber song called If I Were Your Boyfriend, something like that. And it was called If I Were Your Girlfriend. And it was about an obsessed woman. (laughs) So pretty funny. And there are a lot of memes that built on the joke and they were everywhere a few years ago. Her name is Lena Morris. And she's got a story, if you really want to go deeper with what it's like to be burnt out and need time off and what happens when you want to come back and what happens when you don't come back. She took some time off and I remember seeing a video. I don't know if somebody sent it to me. This wasn't somebody that I followed, although I was aware of her. She was trying to do a video. She hadn't been online for a while and she just broke down. She's like, guys, I I can't do this. I'm sorry. And started crying and walked away and, and she uploaded it to let people know where she was. But obviously a really hard time. I can empathize with her because I don't think that you know what it is like to have a lot of eyeballs on you, or in our case, earballs, a lot of people listening to us, and feel the pressure until it happens to you. Speaking of Justin Bieber, I mean, this guy's been through some stuff, right? 
everybody thinks, oh man, I wish I could be Justin Bieber and have that kind of fan base, that kind of notoriety. But the dude's had problems, man. The dude's had problems. This guy hasn't always had good advice. The parents, whoo, crazy. And I saw that a lot being in the music industry. All sorts of what we would call stage moms, people giving bad advice, people who wanted fame through their kids, hangers on, managers, labels, people that are making money because these guys are out on the road, but they're not actually being taken care of. So they can't stay on the road indefinitely. And we get into drugs, suicide, problems, problems. So when I talk about reaching out to people, if you're going through something like this, you got a lot of eyes on you, a lot of ears on you, find somebody to talk to, man. This is why I think that breaks are good. Yes, we've got a lot of opportunities right now during the holidays to build an audience because there is less competition. But we also need to take care of ourselves. And we need to do that all the time. If somebody hasn't been in your situation, that is probably not somebody that you need to talk to. You need to talk to somebody who's been there, done that. And that person or those people, if you've got more than one of these people, they can let you know what to watch out for what they would have done, throw you some advice that's going to help you. Lane has got an interesting story. I hope you'll watch it and think about it. If you don't need a break now, you might need it in the future. How to take a break from your podcast. I've got everything linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Book more interviews with video outreach. My wife next month has a brand new book. It is a young adult fantasy novel. And she has been using video outreach There are a couple of ways she's been doing it. One of them is with a tool called Hippo Video. And she's been doing it to get podcast interviews, YouTube book reviews, and other press. She is getting crazy reviews, write-ups, interviews. About 25% of people say yes. And that is amazing to me. As somebody who's done a lot of outreach, that is a really good number. If I could get those kind of numbers, I would do it all day, all day. One out of every four people saying yes. Yeah, give me the book. Yes, I'll do a review. Yes, I'll do an interview. Amazing. Is it the video? I don't know. I'm going to be talking more about this in the future. If you've been listening to me for a while, I did a podcast with her for a while, a few years called Red Podcast, R-E-D, about reaching, expanding, and developing audiences. Professionally, she works as a photographer. But before that, this is really interesting because she blends creativity with also an analytical mind. She was an engineer. She designed color laser printers for a company called Lexmark. You might've used those printers. And she has this organizational thing down. It's like a NASA scientist. Up the crack of dawn spreadsheet. Outreach, man. Outreach, outreach, outreach. Follow-up, outreach. It's insane. So she is very well organized, has a great system. And this is a big part of it, video outreach. If you're interested in getting more sponsors for your podcast, more interviews for yourself, it's a great opportunity. It will help you break through the noise and stand out. I've got more information. It's linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. The one true podcast format. There's only one. (laughs) I'm kidding. This is the podcasting humor section of the newsletter. Have you ever wondered why so many podcasts sound the same? That's a serious question. And the short answer is we're all copying each other. And we do this not only with formats, but with equipment, ad strategy, and marketing techniques. Why do you think so many podcasters, especially those on YouTube, use a Shure SM7B? It's because one guy had it, and then some guy copied him, and now two guys have it, and everybody's copying those two guys, and now four or five, you know, it just keeps expanding. 
Next thing you know, everybody and his brother's using these things. Are they the best mic? Mm, I'm not using one. I'm using an RE20. But you know the problem with an RE20, why you probably don't see it on YouTube? It's big. It looks like something from 1960s Russia. <laughs> it looks like a tank. <laughs> It'll block your face in the video. Not the best mic for video, perhaps. However, arguably, the best mic for audio. And that's my point. We're just copying people, not really thinking about it. Well, oh, this guy used this, therefore I need to use that too. No, 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 no. Radio's got that problem too. One station will add a song to its playlist, other stations follow. Before long, stations all around the country are playing the same songs because they assume somebody has already vetted it. The most successful podcasters are innovators. And one of the best ways to innovate is to look outside your market or even podcasting itself to see what people in other industries are doing to get attention, grow audiences, and sell advertising. Might have heard the story of Federal Express. FedEx, they call it now. FedEx, the way that it worked, and they started this in Memphis, so I'm going to use Memphis as an example. Memphis is a centrally located place. However, do you think that it would make sense if you're going from Dallas, Texas to Austin, Texas, to go from Dallas to Memphis and then Austin? That's how FedEx does things, or they did. They've got different hubs now, so it's a little bit more efficient than it was. But everything in the beginning went to this one central location. More or less letters, sometimes packages. And what do they say? When it absolutely positively has to be there overnight. Overnight delivery. This is the company that really perfected it. And what did they base this system on? Because again, it doesn't seem very efficient. A bank clearinghouse. The Model T, the assembly line. Henry Ford didn't invent that. He got that from a pork processing plant. Looking outside of your industry and bringing the things that work in other industries back to your industry. That's how to innovate. You want more thoughts on that? Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Has the podcast bubble finally burst? This is a story from NPR. I'm including it here because podcasting is over is a theme that I keep hearing. It comes around every few years. And this is something that you need to be aware of. The doom and gloom. Is podcasting finally over? Advertising is down? Blah, blah, blah. Podcasting is not over. It is very much alive and well, but podcasting is changing. Everything happens in cycles. Everything happens in cycles. Sometimes something is hot. Sometimes it lies low for a while. And oftentimes when that happens, it isn't dead. It goes into what I call niche mode, stays out of the public eye. That happens with celebrities, it happens with music. It happens with fashion brands. Disco, when I say that, what do you think of? 70s music, leisure suits, butterfly collars, Saturday Night Fever. Usually when people say disco, they think of the 70s. They think of the Bee Gees. They think of a specific sound. An interesting story, this happened in Chicago. Disco sucks, disco sucks. Big baseball game. They blew up a bunch of disco records. All right, cool, disco is over. We've decreed it. But disco wasn't over. In fact. Chicago, that's the city that brought us house music. Disco just changed, man. It went underground. And now what's big? EDM. <laughs> EDM, what? <laughs> A new name for an old music. Bigger than ever. Rarely ever does something die. Podcasting's not going to die. It will just evolve. And something else for you to consider about stories like this is that individual podcasters, people like you and me, we are playing a different game than organizations like NPR. I love NPR. 
They are great storytellers. They have great talent. They do great production. Amazing. But they are playing a different game than we are. I remember going to a big podcasting conference. (laughs) This is crazy. They had some NPR panels. I was super excited about seeing them. They'd have five NPR guys up there. I remember somebody asked a question. Yeah, I need to, to know about a podcast thing. And I don't know how to do research. And the NPR lady's like, well, just give that to your assistant. I was like, bitch, please. <laughs> this guy doesn't have an assistant. He's independent, man. She didn't get him because she's not in that world. So we don't need to be listening to advice from those people. I mean, listen to the podcast. Yeah, they're great. Learn from them. Yeah, that's great. But we don't need to be listening to these people who say, oh, it's dead just because big podcasting is dead or big radio is changing. We don't need to be worrying about that. We need to worry about our niche, man. Be worried about putting out good content, connecting with listeners, connecting with sponsors that want to reach those listeners. I've got the article linked, more thoughts, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Classified ads, some things I think will help you to grow your podcast, build a bigger audience, make money with your podcast. Swell AI automates writing podcast summaries, articles, social posts, and more. You can manage multiple shows in one dashboard. Build custom templates for each show to speed the process up even more. It connects Google Drive, Dropbox, and Zoom. It will automatically download the podcast that you put up, spit out episode notes, spit out Twitter threads, whatever you want it to. You can get started for free at Swell AI. I've got it linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Audio pen, very similarly, a way to convert messy thoughts into clear text, including podcast outlines. Just hit record, then start rambling. I love this thing. Got on my phone, got an idea for a podcast. I think I should do this, 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 this. Talk for a couple minutes. Gives me an outline for a show. It's crazy. Audio pen, I've got it linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Hey, when you're ready, here's how I can help you even more. If you like this newsletter, you're serious about podcasting, want to make money with your podcast, you are going to love Big Podcast AMP. AMP, it stands for Audio Monetization Program. This is a personal coaching program. You'll work one-on-one with me, and I've designed it to do three things. One, grow your podcast audience. Two, get people talking about your podcast. And three, make more money with your podcast. I've got all the details at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. If you go there, scroll to the bottom, you will find them. It's cheap, it's effective, and I'd love to help you spread your message and make money with your podcast. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com for that. Thanks for listening to Build a Big Podcast. If you want more from me, if you want to make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe, man. Kids these days are calling it follow. It's the same thing, but the URL is the same. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I've got three buttons for you. I've got one for iPhone, one for Android, one is an RSS feed. I've got a QR code for you. You can scan this QR code. Build a big podcast sucked down into your phone and only comes out when you plug in your earbuds and press play. It is super easy to listen. It's super easy to subscribe. You can take me with you wherever you go. Your car, the gym, got a fitness goal for the new year. Yeah, man, I'm going to help you do that and help you grow your podcast audience. Subscribe to Build a Big Podcast at bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. One click is all it takes. You can unsubscribe at any time, no obligation, and we'll still be friends. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Thanks for listening. Subscribe now before you forget, and I'll see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.